Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you grow your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, we're talking about dealing with demanding family members, and I think we all have them. This can be a a touchy subject to talk about. As I realized as I was doing my live broadcast of this, my dad started texting me, so I think he started thinking, am I hinting towards something? And the reality is no, but this is a question that comes up quite often from married couples. How do I deal with demanding family members? Now, let's be real. All families face personality clashes, strains, and conflicts from time to time. So if somebody in your family is demanding, or maybe they are a difficult person to interact with, their behavior becomes, it just gets tough for everybody, especially during this time of year, which is Thanksgiving leading into Christmas. Now, whether we're talking about a demanding parent, a grandparent, an aunt, uncle, uh, whoever it might be, they might give just this significant strain on a relationship if that couple, if that married couple does not have some sort of game plan for just navigating their relative's demands. Now, let's be real. Demanding family members can create unnecessary drama for every single one of us. And it's something that sometimes we just simply want to avoid. I think one of the best ways to do it is for us to really plan together a calm, loving response so that what we can do is neutralize the stress so that you and your spouse and the rest of the family can really enjoy a nice, wonderful holiday moment, get together or party or whatever the family's doing that day. So here we go. We're going to give you just four steps, four things to think about when it comes to dealing with demanding family members. Number one, make a game plan ahead of time. It's so simple. It's creating a game plan. Just like any sports team, they just don't go into the game just, hey, let's just show up and let's play the game. They make a game plan going into it. What are they going to do to face the opposition? And what you want to do is if you know you're going to be dealing with some sort of demanding family member, you want to just get yourself in a place where the two of you can put your heads together and get a game plan ahead of time. And so here's a few things that you should decide. Like, first of all, how are you going to address this relative's demands? How are you going to address? How are you going to respond to them? How about this one? What position are you going to take to keep the situation as calm as possible? Like, how are you going to handle yourself? And thirdly, how are you you going to respond to them if they begin to create tension between you and your spouse or between you and the family or just within family itself? What is your response going to be? So you want a good game plan ahead of time to really get on the same page and get yourself in the place where you could really plan ahead so that you can implement that game plan when you get to that event. Secondly, have a united front. So no matter what, you and your spouse need to present that united front so that when you're dealing with family members, that it doesn't look like you're fractured. It doesn't look like it's one person or the other. It's having that united front. Because what happens is this, is if spouses aren't united, it's easy for a third party, that demanding family member, to slip in and all of a sudden begin to split that that relationship apart because they'll begin to sense, wait, this is not you, this is your spouse speaking. Wait, you don't really believe this, your spouse believes that. And all of a sudden, they begin to divide and to conquer the marriage. And what you want to do is talk to each other and get on the same page so that when the demanding person approaches, you can actually navigate it together as United Front. And so, if that demanding person starts placing uh, requests and things towards you, this is where you can just give simple lines, simple statements like this. Hey, thanks for that idea. We will think about this. You notice I use the word we? We will think about this. We don't say I. Well, let me let me throw this out to myself. It's we will think about this. You know what? I'm not sure what we're doing yet, but thanks for the suggestion. We'll probably talk about that. 
or I appreciate your concern, but we agree that we're not going to make a decision until we discuss those things first. Do you see the United Front already in there? So you've got a family member that's asking questions and you don't have to be committed to one direction or the other. You can just simply say, hey, we haven't talked about it. We will talk about that later. We're going to come to a decision on that at some point. We'll let you know. Be in the place where it gives you a little bit of an out and you're not throwing you or your spouse underneath the proverbial family bus. Protect each other and protect yourselves in this. Number three, be flexible where you can. Because there's going to be things that are going to come from that family member, whether it's requests or preferences that they are very invested in, but you're not. And so what I would ask is this, is there something that you and your spouse could just simply comfortably give into in order to keep the situation at least a bit peaceful? Is there something that, an option that you can present to these individuals rather than hard yeses and hard noes? Is there way, ways to just navigate a little bit of compromise so that, because quite often when we get that demanding, that demanding individual, we just want to sometimes just shut them down in every front imaginable and then they feel cut off they feel disconnected. They feel like nobody is in their corner or sometimes nobody even likes them. And what we want to do is even though we might have some boundaries built up and we might have some ways to deflect some of their demands, we don't want them to feel like they're outsiders. And so what we want to do is make sure that we stay flexible in areas that absolutely need flexibility so that they feel valued. They feel like you're fully present with them. They feel like that they have a say, that their opinion is valued. You want them to feel like a human being. So be flexible where you can. And lastly, and this could be the most important portion, remember that you can't make everybody happy. You just can't make everybody happy. Emotions tend to run high when it comes to family decisions and family events, especially amongst individuals who are, who are extremely demanding when it comes to their expectations. And so most people are invested in maintaining and cultivating happy emotions and feeling joy. So it becomes this very, what's the word I'm looking for, um, distressing for a family member just to feel unhappy. And what you have to get do is get to the place where A, resolve in your heart, we are not going to make everybody happy. I've had somebody say, if you want to make everybody happy, sell ice cream. I'm just going to tell you this. My wife and I went out for ice cream like a month ago at the beach when it was when it got warmer here in Michigan. And I showed up and they didn't have my flavor. So I'm just going to tell you, you're never going to make everybody happy. And you can't serve that idea that we have to do whatever we can to make everybody happy because that's exhausting. And automatically, you are going to put a tone and a filter over the event, over the moment, for which you're going to not just hate the moment, but you're going to really dread ever having that moment again. You have to be able to love people where they're at, love people where the and how they are, but at the same time, set up some boundaries and recognize that not everyone's going to ha- be happy and you have to be okay with that and so does everybody else. Does it mean that you're trying to do things to make people unhappy? Of course not. But we do have to position our mentality and our focus for those get-togethers in a place that says, yes, these individuals are a bit more demanding, but we cannot, we cannot, we cannot force the entire situation, the party, the reunion, to be all about them and thus making everybody else miserable. Then all of a sudden, you've got another happiness issue at hand. You're not going to make everybody happy, and that's okay, so you're going to have to be okay with it. So again, how do we navigate difficult family members? Number one, Get a game plan ahead of time. Number two, have a united front. 
Number three, be flexible. Number four, remember you can't make everybody happy. Dive into this, talk about this, especially with Thanksgiving coming up in just a couple weeks. Have these conversations, talk with your spouse and work through those things because what we don't wanna do is shut out that demanding family member. We want them to understand they are loved, they are valued, um, they are appreciated, but at the same time, you guys do not have to bend over backwards and to, to destroy the unity and the peace of the get together just to appease the situation. Love y'all. Have a great Marriage Monday. We will see you next week.